0: Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical. What's the word, everyone? And I would like to give a shout out to everyone. And I know it's been a while. It's good to be back. And uh, yo, my birthday is tomorrow on the 16th. So it will be wonderful if someone or a few people would make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. That would be the ultimate birthday present. And I'll be so thankful for it. But hey, Let's go ahead and uh, get into it. And today we will be reviewing. Guava Island. Yes, Guava Island and the logline for this film is a carefree musician who wants to have a secret festival for the maltreated people of Guava Island even if it rubs the powerful the wrong way. Now the director for this film is Hiro Morai. You might've seen him on Atlanta and This Is America. Well, this, this is America. Yeah, he did the This Is America video and he directed it actually. I said you've seen him on it, but no, he directed Atlanta and This Is America video. He also directed the number one episodes of Snowfall and Legion. You have the writers, Donald Glover and his brother, Stephen Glover. And, you know, you've noticed Donald Glover uh, from writing Atlanta and 30 Rock and Stephen Glover has directed the first episode of Saturday Night Live in Atlanta. Now, the characters for this film, you have Denny Maroon played by donald glover you've seen him in solo atlanta and he has a new film coming out called the lion king he will be playing simba so that's what's up and also you have kofi novia played by rihanna she played herself on the end and she was in uh the uh valyrian and battleship you you have yara love played by leticia wright she was in black panther And we all loved her. She was your favorite little sister in Black Panther. And also Black Mirror. Man, I felt like she should have won an award if she didn't win an award for that Black Museum episode. That was amazing. You also have Red Cargo, played by Nanso Annozi. He was in Game of Thrones and Cinderella. Now, this mystical Guava Island story, it reminds me of a bedtime story. But I feel like after you see the movie, you can actually condense it or make an abridged version of this story and tell it to your kids. And the Guava Island is reminiscent of the Garden of Eden to me. So I will get into both of those later on in the review. Now, to start the story, Guava Island is known for having these type of worms, these beautiful blue worms called the clay worms that only resides on the guava on the guava island now many enjoy the beauty its beauty and there are others that have killed for its beauty now you have the red family who oppressed the islanders and they have them work for or work with this majestic silk this majestic silk and they basically took over the island from greed and mistrust now from this greed and mistrust which spread across the island, the gods turned their backs on this paradise, you know, this paradise, and basically made this paradise lost. And the thing is, it's a story of, I didn't want to tell the full story, but it's the story of gods that made this island that sat between you know, uh, set off by itself, the island, the Guava Island, that set off by itself, You know, away from war, hate, and so you know it was, it was a place where people can enjoy themselves. And so the the cast I noticed is a like a, a cast from everywhere. Like you you have you know. Uh, Rihanna, if I'm not mistaken she's from Barbados and you have Donald Glover he's from America Atlanta Stone Mountain to be exact so you have everybody from everywhere and you know like there's black areas and they all coming together it's like a utopia almost but the problem is due to the greed and mistrust turned the island into something else now, what I did pick up from the characters, you have Kofi, who I mentioned is played by Rihanna. She starts off as the, as the narrator. Now, she has a dream of wanting to leave the island. She had this dream ever since she was a little girl. And she ends up meeting Denny at a very young age while he's playing his guitar. She was impressed, but she really shows how, you know, how impressed she is. But that just makes Denny works harder. And, you know, Denny says, you know what? I'm going to go back and play it better for you. You're going to love it, you know? Now, Kofi, your character is laid back and reserved, and she knows her worth. And she gives others a chance to understand her worth. And I'll get back into that a little later on. And you have Denny, who wanted to unite the island through love and music. He's eccentric and always late. Kind of reminds me of myself. Anyway, he doesn't fear conflict when it threatens his music and art. And he'll die for his art. And that's how much he loves his art. He loves his art. Now, the lesson is this. I was saying before that it definitely could be like a, a story, a bedtime story. Now, yeah, it does have some violence in it. But, I mean, most bedtime stories have violence. I mean, you have, you know, certain... Uh, stories where the main character or not not even the main character I don't think she was the main character eats an apple that was poisoned so you know you're going to have conflict but you know that there's nothing wrong with that I mean that's the lesson right you can't have children grow up thinking there's not going to be any conflict and with there being conflict there are right ways to handle the conflict you know and so I believe that Denny Believes in himself first, but wants to know Kofi. So he works harder to play beautiful music for her. Now, Kofi enjoys his music, but she knows her worth not to give in so quickly, which makes him understand her worth. So he believes in himself to work harder because he believes she's inspiring to his life. So I felt like that's an important lesson that can be. Uh, that can be taken out of this film, but also be brought into the bedtime stories for children. Now, you have the colors that are highly represented in this film. You have blue, uh, which I mentioned earlier. The the beautiful clay worm uh, was blue, and also the silk that it makes. You have the people of Guava Island's clothes. Uh, they wear a lot of blue because the the industry that makes clothing uses the clay worm silk so it's going to be a lot of blue so you see a lot of the citizens wearing blue a beautiful blue i might add and you have the caged bluebird and the uncaged bluebird that was represented in this film and you have the red now red represents mostly with the tyrants of the island like you have the military hats that are worn on the island uh Want, uh, worn by the military of Red Cargo and the Red Family. You have the name Red Cargo who he wore orange, which I consider to be a part of the Red Family. You know, I don't know. I'm not good with color. So what do I know, right? Um, but I also want to say what I got from this film. It, it, it to me, it it, it meant when people are not enjoying the benefits of their job, better yet, their life. You know, people who work, you know, they work and they don't enjoy the benefits of their job and most importantly, the benefits of their life. Like me, for example. I used to work as a bellman for a hotel and you know, of course, as a bellman, you get paid below minimum wage because you make most of your money off tips. And that's how I met a lot of uh, actors. Some people were like, well, you know, he's making this stuff up by the entertainers he's met, you know, in these stories. But no, that's how I met them was actually through being a bellman. But anyway, back to the story. So um, as I was stating, like I worked, but I worked below minimum wage, but my tips helped me, you know, save It, it helped me save or whatever. And so the problem was I never got a chance to take vacations because if I take a vacation, I'm not getting tips. I'm only getting paid off my hourly pay, which is crap below minimum wage. So it's up. You know what I mean? So I never took vacation. So I never, ever actually stayed at another hotel because I was always afraid to make less money when I go on vacation it's not like you know you get paid as let's say a front desk agent when you go on vacation you're getting paid as a front desk agent you know you get paid as a bellman you're getting paid the bellman without the tip so I know you got that so anyway yeah so that was the hard part and the thing is I never got a chance to really enjoy the hotels you know what I mean the discounts of the hotels and you know the benefits and all that stuff or just enjoy life like just to go on vacation I didn't have to stay in that hotel I can just go out of town but the thing is, I didn't want to go out of town because I was going to make less money. So, you know, I definitely, definitely can uh, agree to what the this film was trying to tell or the story that I was trying to tell in this film. Also, I got that most immigrants see a beacon of hope for their situation. You know, let's say, you know, they're back home. They see America as a way of, you know, making money and being your own boss and things of that nature. But, you know, it's still because it's America, it's well hidden. Like some places are like, you know, you know that who the tyrant is or people are just taking advantage of the, the people of that island or whatever and or a country wherever you've come from. And but here is just, you know, it, it's, it's just made up. You know, it looks better people are still leeching off of your talents and skills to help themselves get richer so there's really no difference and that's what uh denny was trying to explain to one of his co-workers because his co-worker saw america as a way out and you know some may agree some may disagree uh the music i did enjoy the music you heard the This Is America, which I felt like should have been video of the year. But I, for some reason, I never saw him get an award for that, referring to Childish Gambino. But it it explained what it is to be black in America. I mean, just aside from the video, but just the song in the film, you know? Like you have these, uh, and not to you know say that you can't make it, but just to, I guess one of the co-workers was, you know, it wasn't what he was going to do. It was like, Hey, because of America, it wasn't, he wasn't depending on himself as the coworker to say, Hey, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to make something of myself. I'm going to succeed. I'm going to own my own business. That wasn't where the coworker was coming from. He was more so coming from because it's America. I will be able to do this. Not because it's in me. I will be able to do this. So I thought that was cool. And, and, you had Denny that was trying to get that point across to his co-worker. Like, nah, you know, you know, then he goes into, that's when he went into uh, This Is America. And also that co-worker got a little tired of Denny. I mean, yeah, he got a little tired of Denny and he was about to snitch on him because it turned theatrical. And one thing about this film, it is a musical they did play some music, so, but it wasn't heavy, it wasn't like a heavy musical, it was pretty light, and to me, I felt like it was a short film, but it was a scene where the co-worker was going to snitch, and the music stopped, and that's when you had Denny, he reminded me of the Tethered from Jordan Peele's uh, Us, and i don't know it, it was it probably had nothing to do with us but it was that noise he was making you know like when they were trying to speak and us so he was making that same noise now it probably had nothing to do with it it might just be a coincidence and it you know this is childish campino you know, so it may not be But, yeah, that that part stood out to me. And the first thing I thought about when Childish Gambino was making that noise or Denny was making that noise, it was like, wow, you know, the tether. That's the sound the tether was making. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. You know, drop a line on Instagram if it does, that you might have figured out something. But you hear, like, great music, like uh, like I mentioned before. This is America. You had uh, Summertime Magic, which was performed for Kofi denny performed for kofi to put a smile on her face and raise her spirits now his romantic and comedy you know basically cracks her shell because one thing i said about kofi you know kofi knows her worth so like even though denny plays his music even though it's beautiful music kofi will just get up in the middle of this performance and walk off because he's getting to her and she wants to show that she's strong you know what i mean like yeah she enjoys the music she's entertained uh but still that's just not gonna she's just not gonna break because she's her own person so she'll just get up you know some might find it rude but Denny doesn't Denny knows who he's dealing with he knows Kofi's worth and so while she walks away and tries to keep everything on the inside and not to you know give in what does what does Denny do he walks right beside her and continues on making his music making her laugh until she cracks and when she cracks, guess what? What does he do? He starts off dancing. He leads. She follows. And that's one of the dope things, you know, that, that could be placed in the story, you know. And that, that was symbolism because even though she walked away from him, even though she was keeping everything inside, he didn't give in. He didn't get upset. He didn't hold a grudge or, you know, just, you know, bug out, you know. He just kept doing what he was doing. And he led, and she followed. And she led, she allowed him to lead. You know, and that was dope. Um, he also had Feels Like Summer, the acapella per- version, played on the radio before going against the grain, referring to Denny. Now, a story of reality, this is what I would suggest to, you know, to tell the children, you know who are looking for what you should stand for, you know, like the children should know that by hearing this story, you're looking for something more than just financial or, you know, wealth, you know, you're looking for something or someone that's going to stand for something. For example, like, like, no, like, this is not a type of Cinderella story or Snow White You know, these are stories that kids can relate to, you know, especially black children. Because these stories, when you listen to, let's say, or read, excuse me, listen, when you read Cinderella, Snow White, let's say if a parent tells you that story, you can picture yourself, you can picture your parents maybe, but when there's a book out that shows you, okay, okay you know, this is for, you know, this is Cinderella and this is Snow White. And you look at the book and you're like, okay, I'm I'm not in this book. So you're basically picturing other people, other people's enjoyment and other people living happily ever after, which that's another, you know, another story where you don't want to tell your kids you're going to live happily ever after. You don't want them to settle. You want them to gain more out of life. And so, yeah, so I, I really feel that You know, that part of not settling, but also seeing yourself and being able to picture yourself, especially if you're black, you know, in those type of story formats, you know, because it's you don't want to stop your dreams and worship, let's say the Duchess Meghan Markle because she married a prince and not a knock on the Duchess Meghan Markle, you know, but you want to know that it's not just about money or riches you know, it's about the riches within the mind, you know, the person that wants to pursue something and you never know where their life can go. You don't know where life can be. It doesn't have to be just to wealth because you can be wealthy and unhappy, you know? So I, I feel like that would be a great bedtime story for the kids. There was some symbolism I did get from the film. You had the the cage, the cage, excuse me, bluebird. And the free bluebird that I mentioned earlier, the cage bluebird representing the oppressed people of Guava Island. And then you have the free bluebird representing the liberation of the people, you know, especially after Denny makes a decision. I don't want to say too much. I mean, the people that have seen the movie already know, but I don't want to go too far into it for the people who haven't seen the movie because I feel like it's a beautiful story. It's not for everybody. And, you know, and and it's not to say that the story is for black people. I mean, you can get whatever you would like, any lessons out of the story. So, yes, I mean, I did enjoy the story. It had a beautiful, homegoing celebration. Now unfortunately the comparisons won't be as strong as my other comparisons because I haven't really I wish I've seen more Caribbean or Caribbean classic films to give a better description. But I would say this is a light version of City of Gods versus or meets I won't say versus light version of City of Gods meets Moonwalker. And I'm gonna have to explain it because I can't just leave you with that because it's not my the best comparison I would make for this film, but I would say a light version of City of God. If you take out the violence of City of God, I feel you can you could feel the the the, the grind and the hustle. Excuse me of the film, but. Uh, you won't, but you know, it's, this film is not violent, or well, not that violent, I should say. And I would say Moonwalker, not because it's space age or sci fi or anything like that, but Moonwalker just had collective music that, you know, that played and it told a whole story. Now, I was going to use Lemonade, for example, Beyonce's Lemonade, but I don't think, like, each song, I would like, she had a whole album and she did every video in the song, oh, excuse me, she did every, uh, 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 she turned every song into a video. But, I don't think it told a full story. I mean, maybe it was hidden meaning, if it was a full story, but it wasn't like a continuous story. It wasn't like, you know, a character from beginning to end. So I can't use Lemonade because I feel like each story was within that song. That's what I got from Lemonade, so I will have to say Moonwalker, in that in that way of telling a story, um, I don't want to go as long as to say "Color Purple," I'm not "Color Purple," "Purple Rain." I'm gonna say "Color Purple," "Purple Rain," because they played the music in it. Well, yeah, I would, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I might say "Color," uh, uh, "Purple Rain," "Purple Rain." That wasn't that long. You know what I mean? It, it, it got to the point. I will say "Purple Rain." Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So I'm gonna go with a light version of "City of God" meets "Purple Rain." you know um like I said I wish you know I was more in the Caribbean or Caribbean classic films to give a better description of it but the the rating for this film I give this rating a review right after these messages yes thank you for staying for the rating for this film well i give this film i give this film first i was going to give this film eight broken guitars but you know what i really enjoy the messaging the positive messaging in this film like i feel like there's a lot you can get out of this film and which is positive i felt like it was short and it in, in, in a, in a, had an abrupt ending. But I have to give this eight and a half broken guitars. I really did. I really did enjoy the film. The music was good. The acting was good. Um, I, I guess, oh yeah, I do know why I gave it eight guitars the first time. Ah, I don't want to take the half away. But the reason why it was because of Rihanna's acting it wasn't bad acting but Kofi didn't really have a strong role I'm gonna give it eight eight and a half I'm gonna bring it back down eight and a half excuse me nine and a half. Eight guitars eight broken guitars because Kofi's character even though she it was like the silent strong type but she didn't really stand out I felt like they were hiding Rihanna's acting ability and so they just had her there for her face and her recognition and and, mo- and music, excuse me. But they didn't allow her to really act, you know, because it was based around Denny. Like Denny did most of the acting. But I mean, the story was story wasn't like your typical story, so it it, it was different. But I still enjoyed it. So I give it eight broken guitars. Back down to eight. Because of them hiding, I felt they were hiding Rihanna's acting ability. Now, they might have—it might have been a good thing, but you never know. There might have been some scenes they cut from Rihanna's acting. I, you never know. And so, but uh, you know, that's why I would give it an eight. But yeah, so I hope you all enjoyed, and remember. Tomorrow's my birthday on the 16th, so if you want to give me a present, just make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. I would highly appreciate it, and you all take care of yourselves, and stay blessed, all right? One.